Hello. Good afternoon, everyone. I am Joyce Gomez from the Philippines Partnership for Sustainable Agriculture, or PPSA. So PPSA is a multi-stakeholder partnership platform catalyzed by Group Asia and the Philippine Department of Agriculture in 2015 to bring together different stakeholders in agriculture and to talk about issues and how to solve them together. We are currently supported by the Australian DFAT and for this webinar series, the International Development Research Center or the IDRC. And we would like to welcome you to the first of our four-part webinar series on biosecurity threats in agriculture that will run from the month of May until June. We are also happy to share that for this webinar, we have 62 organizations who registered. And today we have Dr. Allison Watson of Asia, the program manager for the ASEAN for All Army Worm Action Plan. And we also have as our technical resource, one of Asia's and PPSA's valued partner, East Seed, represented by Dr. Jadalisa Ferrater. So without further ado, I will now give the floor to Allison to start the discussion. Allison, over to you. Hi, Joyce, and thank you very much. Welcome to the webinar. Uh, I have the very exciting job of managing the development of the Regional Action Plan, and we aim to bring a coordinated approach to helping stakeholders across the region at all levels respond to, monitor, and manage fall armyworm. Now, I want to emphasize from the start that I'm not an entomologist. However, I know that later in the presentation, you may have some technical questions. So I've asked Dr. Jedaliza Ferrata from East West Seed to join me today to answer any of those technical questions you might have. And we'll have a dedicated session for that where those questions can be answered. Next slide, please. Okay, so today we're going to focus our presentation on the ASEAN Fall Armyworm Action Plan. I'll talk about why this action plan has been developed, what it proposes, and then I'll give you an outline of how it fits together. We'll then take the time to discuss your questions on the action plan, answer any immediate technical questions you might have, before ending with a more interactive interactive session to get your feedback on fall army worm. We'll find out from you what your biggest concerns are and what you would like more information on. Next slide. So as we go through the session today, I would like you to keep in mind these questions because this will form very much a part of the last discussion that we have. What are your biggest concerns about fall army worm in the Philippines? What would you like more information on? And what, you, what do you think is important for the success of a good regional and national action plan on fall armyworm? Okay, next slide. So before we start the presentation today in full, we wanted to get to know you all better and also give you an idea of who else is on this call with you. I'm gonna ask Pranav, our special effects expert, to launch a poll, and all you have to do is select one of the options that best describes you. I'll give you 15 seconds to choose. And look, we've got the results. So we've got quite a nice spread there. We haven't got any farm or growers, but we've got a lot from 32%, almost a third from the private sector, great government uh, representation, and very high numbers of NGO civil society. Excellent. Now I've got another question for you just to find out a little bit more information about you. Uh, and that is, how much do you know about for armyworm? How are you just beginning to get to know this maize munching pest or are you an expert? So if you could select from the following op options, we'll get to know who's on our call. 
Okay, so it looks like we've got a lot of people over half, 50, around 50%, half of us that have some knowledge uh, and then a little bit of a range around fairly knowledgeable there. So we've only got a very small percentage of experts, but I'm sure they will have some good questions later on for us. Okay, so that closes our first two polls and that gives us a bit of information around who's on the call with you and who potentially may be asking questions later on. So I'm just going to move on to the next slide. Thank you very much. And I just wanted to just remind you what the full army worm looks like and make a bit of an introduction. I guess the key things that help make this pest identifiable are the three points listed here. But in particular, this eighth abdominal segment with the four dark spots and the head with the dark net-like pattern and upside down white Y marking. So that's our full army worm. Next slide, please. And it's a pest that has only recently arrived in Southeast Asia. It's a native to the tropics in North and South America. It's a polyphagus, able to feed on various kinds of plants and an economically important pest of maize, sugarcane, groundnut, and many other crops. Now, depending on the degree of infestation, fall armyworm can cause huge losses, especially in maize yield. And in some cases, it can also cause total crop loss. Outside of the Americas, the full armyworm appears to have been first detected in Africa in January 2016, likely arriving on a passenger flight from the Americas. By 2017, the full armyworm had spread across the continent and uh, by July 2018, it had moved even further from Africa to be confirmed in India and Sri Lanka. It then rapidly spread to Southeast Asia so that by 2019, almost all ASEAN countries reported fall army worm. Now this year it's now reported in Timor-Leste, Papua New Guinea and Australia. So as you can see this insect spreads fast, it can actually fly up to 100 kilometres per night. And the problem with this pest is that not only is it new to the region, meaning farmers don't have the experience of many years of controlling the pest, it can also lead to a lot of damage to crops. Now currently the ASEAN produces some 35 million tonnes of maize, two-thirds of the regional demand and imports another 15 million tonnes. If not well managed, crop losses amount to around half a billion US dollars because of full armyworm damage. Now this could also lead to increased imports of maize and the higher costs of imported maize will likely result in higher prices in a disrupted food supply chain, animal feed and fibre supply chain with cascading impacts along our food value chain. And the people who will suffer the most are likely to be the millions of small-scale producers who currently lack understanding of how to effectively manage this fast-spreading pest. We also have to be careful about the indiscriminate use of inappropriate and unsafe agrochemical sprays. For example, this happened in Africa and to some extent in India also, and it can exacerbate the problem, disrupt the ecological resilience of local farming systems systems and hamper the control of fall army womb. And this is why the region has decided that a coordinated multi-stakeholder approach to managing fall army womb makes sense. By working together, ASEAN countries can confront this pest together, sharing their experiences, their research, the lessons learned in the field, and leveraging off the work by all stakeholders so that we can achieve a more efficient, more effective and quicker response to responding to, monitoring and managing this pest. Now, ASEAN ministers highlighted fall armyworm as an issue of regional concern and cooperation. 
2019. And it then requested, they requested Vietnam to develop a regional framework for action on fall armyworm with the help of Grow Asia, the ASEAN Secretariat and the ASEAN Sector Working Group on Crops. Now we're at the stage where we'll be presenting a formal proposal to ASEAN on the 19th of May 2020. Now before I explain to you what the proposed action plan looks like, I just want to emphasise that its development has come after an extensive consultation process involving surveys, interviews with companies, organisations, experts and small virtual meetings with groups of stakeholders, like the one we had with Philippine stakeholders a few weeks ago. We also formed an expert working group made up of experts from around the region and internationally with extensive experience in fall armyworm. And Jed Leza was actually part of that group. We've also reached out to government officials through consultation rounds on the draft, and we've run a public consultation through Grow Asia over the last 10 days. It's also important to note that we have been working closely with FAO, who announced the Global Action Plan on Fall Armyworm at the end of last year. So what does this ASEAN action plan look like? First point, it aligns with and is a regional based approach to implementing the FAO Global Action Plan. Second important point, it aims to support your national based efforts. Third, it has three goals, seven objectives and seven work programs. A coordination communications and policy desk or secretariat will help implement and manage the action plan and it will be supported by technology and research focus groups. Finally, it will be overseen by a high-level regional multi-stakeholder full army worm task force, consisting of key officials, but also other regional stakeholders. Now, I think it's important to note now that the action plan is based on three main components. Component one focuses on the rapid introduction and or scaling up of management solutions. Where we have strategies that work and are proven, as well as safe and environmentally acceptable, we need to rapidly get them implemented in the field and scaled up. Component two focuses on the development of a long-term ASEAN research development and innovation agenda. We need to build the knowledge of how to combat this pest in this region, considering this region's conditions, cultures and way of farming. Component three focuses on the accelerated diffusion of locally validated IPM solutions through a two-part communication strategy. Communication is key. We need simple messages to farmers so they can make informed decisions on farm. We need to build networks. We need to work collectively where possible to build a strong multi-stakeholder response. One element of the strategy will involve creating a multi-stakeholder regional innovation network and communications hub to facilitate an ASEAN-wide exchange of best practices and knowledge sharing. The second element will focus on a tactical use of communications tools for knowledge exchange, farmer advisory and adaptive learning. The action plan has three goals and these are based around reducing impact of fall armyworm, promoting integrated pest management, and three, driving coordinated and effective multi-stakeholder communication. Now, I just want you to note that since these were drafted, there've been a few changes to simplify the text a little, but this is very much uh, aligned with what will be in the final text to be presented on the 19th of May, 2020. Following on from the goals of the action plan, we have seven objectives. Number one, supporting country level capacity building. Number two, consolidating the critical knowledge base needed to enhance 
the diffusion and uptake of IPM technologies and appropriately, appropriately communicate this knowledge to smallholder farmers, for example. Number three is forming a multi-stakeholder regional level technology implementation group. And that will focus on guidance on immediate actions to be implemented in the field within the first six to 12 months of the action plan. Number four, the objective is to establish a cost-effective ASEAN-wide ASEAN pest intelligence system to provide real-time information on fall armyworm. Number five, this objective is around forming a multi-stakeholder regional level research and innovation group. This group will be tasked with mapping out and conducting critical applied research and innovation needs over the medium to long term. Objective number six will be ensuring that we have information transfer and adaptive learning among a range of relevant stakeholders. And objective seven is mobilizing resources not just within ASEAN, but across the ASEAN plus three countries and supported by international cooperation, innovative partnerships and FAO global action. Okay, and all these objectives will actually be delivered by seven work programs. And you'll see these seven work programs are outlined in this slide. Now that's a lot to take in. So in this slide, what I wanted to show you is how all this work gets delivered. The ASEAN Action Plan is designed to support your national working groups or national task force on fall armyworm. That's at the top of the picture of the diagram. Now it does the support through the goals and objectives and the work programs I showed to you earlier. This will be managed by a coordination desk or a coordination communication and policy which will work like a secretariat. Uh, and it will also help run and coordinate the technology implementation group and the research development and innovation working group. Now, each of the groups, the CCP, that is the coordination desk, the technology implementation group, and the research development and innovation working group, they'll need to work very closely together. They each have specific work programs that they are responsible for, but there's lots of overlap, and we really want a highly coordinated, cohesive approach. So we'll need to be working very closely. Now, ultimately, you'll see that a high-level multi-stakeholder task force at the bottom of this diagram has the overall control and responsibility. So that it's run, and, and that's, that really takes responsibility for the whole entire implementation of the ASEAN plan. And it will report to the ASEAN Agriculture and, and Forestry Ministers annually through the ASEAN SOM MF. So that's a run through of the action plan. I haven't gone into specific details of the actual proposed activities. There are many of them and too many to cover uh, in this webinar, but I wanted to give you a really good overview and introduction on what is being proposed in the ASEAN action plan. Uh, and I hope that gave you some information and I'm sure you'll have lots of questions for me. Um, finally, I just wanted to go to the next slide. And I just wanted to say, um, that I know that there's a lot of work internally, a lot of really great work internally within the Philippines around coordinating a national fall armyworm action plan. Um, and it has lots of activities that are proposed in it. This is from the report to the IPPC last year. Um, and I know that is definitely planned and um, we're very excited to uh, see that when it is announced and also the very strong objective of the ASEAN 
regional approach is to support this national task force where we can and to share information and resources uh, and facilitate across the region uh, that sharing and coordination. So that's that's finally my um, my part of the presentation on the action plan. Um, I've invited Jedaliza along to ask to answer any technical questions you may have. For now, I would be I would welcome any questions that you have on the action plan. And then, if you have any technical questions, Jedaliza is going to come on straight after and answer those for you. Over Thank to you, you Joyce. very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Alison. And for the participants, you may now input your questions in the question box. So while you are doing that, Alison, we have a few questions for you, if you may. So for the first question, um, how do organizations get involved, involved with the ASEAN Full Army Worm Action Plan if they are interested in participating in it? That's a great question, Joyce. Uh, we're, we're welcoming uh, any expressions of interest. We're really interested in collecting information on what is happening in every country across ASEAN so that we can build up a network. Uh, one of the very first actions of the plan when it is implemented of the action plan is to create a knowledge and innovation hub. And part of that will be around creating a network uh, of interested, uh, keen organisations and stakeholders that are wanting to be involved in the action plan and hearing what other countries are doing in ASEAN. So there'll be more information on that coming out soon. But keep, keep your, um, I guess, if you are interested, you can also um, you can also just email me as well, and I will record that in in a database that I've already started developing. Thank you so much, Alison. And then we also have another question: um, Who is actually funding the action plan? Okay, that's a great question. Uh, it's a very ambitious action plan, uh, and what we need to do is first get agreement on the final proposal. Uh, which we are aiming to do on the 19th of May. Uh, once we have that agreement, we will be going out and doing um, funding calls and, and doing a, a dedicated uh, three-month um, process of seeking funding for different parts of the project. Um, funding is likely to come from a number of different stakeholders, including other international organisations, um, other countries that are working on this, um, other research institutions, uh, and also um, innovative public-private partnerships. Perfect. Um, and then, um, are we working with the Philippine government on this regional approach? Yes, definitely, and and we're really wanting to uh, develop that relationship further. Obviously, they're a key part, and and they're a sort of an owner, a project owner of this regional approach, this regional action plan. Um, consultation has gone out to the um, to the special working group on crops uh, and also phytosanitary experts working group. Uh, and of course, those officials will be all invited to the 19th of May, um, in addition to having provided comment, um, the invitation to provide comment on the draft, which is just closing. Um, but I think um, once it gets signed off and, and approved at regional level, um, that will be the key uh, time to be engaging uh, very vigorously. And also on that high level task force, there'll be an official representing um, the government of the Philippines on that task force. 
Thank you, Allison. And it's great to hear as well that the government is involved and that we are also encouraging other stakeholders to participate. So we have um, a couple of questions from the participants. Um, the first one is uh, the question of who will be coordinating this in country. Um, the participant also said um, that he is just worried about the big bureaucratic entity that might slow down the process. That this, um, okay, so I'll answer the first question. I'm not sure of quite the second part, but um, who will be coordinating this? This will be done at a regional level. So it's really around coordinating um, the networks and the communication and the resources and sharing that from a regional level across all the countries. So that will be done sort of separately from a secretariat, from the coordination desk. Um, and then at a national level, um, what the plan asks for is um, for a representative from the government to actually sit on the task force and actually help um, oversee the implementation of all the action plan. At a national level, um, the action plan at a regional level wants to really reach out closely and see what's happening and actually sit down with each government and decide where it would be the best places that it can actually help with. It may be around providing policy advice around what's happened in other countries. It may be around facilitating information sharing um, from other countries. It may be around looking at specific projects that would make sense to actually um, run in the Philippines. Uh, so it will be a two-way um, communication process. Um, so implementation um, as well, it also needs to be multi-stakeholders. So um, stakeholders within the country can also engage with the regional plan and come at it from a private sector perspective as well. Thank you. So is it Croatia or the ASEAN who will be coordinating this? Uh, that hasn't been decided. Um, that will be decided, uh, I guess, at the 19th of May meeting, exactly the um, exactly the organisation where the coordination and secretariat sits. Okay. Thank you. And then another question from the participant. Um, it says that what's the status of the action plan right now? Like, what's the progress? Ah, excellent question. So. At the moment, we're actually just closing all our consultation process. So tomorrow we have the very last uh, day for any last minute comments from any of the experts that we've engaged uh, in the expert working group, but also um, the official feedback from countries, from the ASEAN um, countries that have been invited, which, which is of course everyone. Um, that will close tomorrow. And then once we have all that final feedback on the second draft, we will then present it uh, formally to countries on the 6th of May. At that point, um, they'll have around two weeks uh, to be considering it. We hope to run sort of bilateral discussions uh, to um, answer any additional questions countries might have, officials from countries might have, and then we will have a plenary session on the 19th of May, which will be public and people will be able to listen in to some keynote speakers around full armyworm, but also um, see the presentation of the action plan uh, to officials formally. Okay. So two weeks. Thanks, Alison. And yeah, wow. <laughs> and then we have um, last two questions. So 
One is, if the action plan will be implemented by the government, would it be impacted by the current COVID-19 pandemic? If so, do we have alternative plans? No, oh, that's a very good question and very obviously highly relevant. So I just, I guess the key point is the action plan is implemented at a regional level. So we're not implementing necessarily, I mean, it's up to your national government to decide what works best uh, in the Philippines, for example. Okay, so they will set what their priorities are, they'll set their own task force and the regional plan or action is there to support them in doing so and to provide them resources and coordination of other information from other countries uh, where Full Army Worm has been established for many, many years. So um, will it be impacted by the COVID? I think everything is impacted by the COVID at the moment. Um, specifically, I think it will take a little bit longer to get some of the long-term or medium to long-term research actions uh, started just because everyone is focused on immediate short-term problems at the moment. What we hope to do is to help governments um, to give them signals in the first six to 18 months on what are the key things that they can do right now that would really make a difference. Uh, and also we'd like to sit down with governments and find out how can the ASEAN plan really help them in the next six to 18 months uh, implement their priorities. Perfect, okay. And we have um, another question. So. Will financial sectors be involved as part of the stakeholders, including agriculture insurance companies across the ASEAN? Yes, I think that would be very useful. And in fact, we um, did have uh, one person from the financial, a couple of people from the financial sector participate in the expert working group just to give us some ideas around what might be needed. Um, and there was discussion around crop insurance, for example, um, and also other financial services that could be very useful in partnering with stakeholders, particularly with smallholder farmers and, and helping them manage the risk of fall armyworm. So yes, and we would welcome to um, have those stakeholders reach out to us uh, with their with their details and, and we can definitely add that to the network going forward. Thank you, Alison. Okay, last question and then we move on to uh, the questions for Dr. Jedaliza. So um, there is a question on, while we look at the ASEAN, how are we considering FAW implications and developments in other parts of the world? Like how do these form part of the overall plan? Okay, so I guess um, what the action plan um, is definitely uh, one of its main objectives is to learn from what has happened in other parts of the world. Uh, and in particular, to learn from areas or regions of the world where this pest is, is from. So in the Americas, they've been dealing with this pest for hundreds of years, it's, it's not new. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, and there's lots of learnings that, that have come out of Africa as well, where that has been recently established. So we need to really focus on what can we learn from all of that experience and all of the resources and all of the technology that has been thrown at that pest and all those other regions. What can we learn from that and how can we apply that in the context of the ASEAN 
um, region. Um, that's really important because we don't want to reinvent the wheel. We want to be efficient. We want to be effective. We really want to be um, innovative though for our region and make sure we do things better uh, and also make sure that we do things that work for ASEAN as well and for ASEAN farmers. So that's one key part. And the other key part is making sure that we're aligned with and that we're supporting and that we are the regional approach to how we implement the FAO Global Plan. So the FAO announced a, a, an extremely um, exciting uh, international global plan at the end of last year. And we see the, this ASEAN action plan as part of a regional implementation of that plan. So I think it's all heading in the right direction. Uh, it's extremely exciting to see all the stakeholders coming together. We've had excellent feedback uh, and support from not only across the region, but um, uh, from the experts that have been brought on uh, from international, far away as Brazil and the US and Europe, but also within our region uh, as well. So that's that's been excellent. And of course, I just end with there's been a huge amount of effort that has gone into this plan uh, from uh, Vietnam, from the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development. So uh, it's extremely exciting to see what's going to happen over the next two weeks as we bring it to the to the close of the development, but to the start of an exciting initiative. Over. Thank you very much, Alison. That was insightful. So we move on to uh, the questions, the technical questions for Dr. Jalil there. So ma'am, we have quite a few questions and uh, for the participants, you can still input your questions on the technical side. So for the first question, um, Dr. Ferreter, um, is this the same pest destroying the yellow granite? Okay, okay. So uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you for that question. Um, the species that's uh, attacking yellow granite, yellow granite is an onion is a Spodoptera exigua and uh, for the fall armyworm is Spodoptera crugiperda. It's a different species but uh, the same genus as Spodoptera. And uh, for the yellow granite Spodoptera, I have uh, quite a lot of experience since 2016. I've been doing uh, field work and IPM campaign on Spod Spodoptera of yellow granite since 2016. But this is uh, a different kind of pest, the fall armyworm. Thank you for that clarification. And then we have another question from the participant. Um, FAW is also affecting GMO corn, or is FAW also affecting GMO corn in the Philippines? Uh, since uh, in the private sector, I am into uh, sweet corn and waxy corn. These are um, uh, 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 table corn, as uh, so we say to, to refer to that. Uh, I have no direct exposure to GM corn actually, uh, but uh, uh, to my knowledge, uh, all uh, GM corn planted in the field has a uh, refuge seeds. So that means that's the plant where there are no BT gene on it. So uh, they, they are still vulnerable to fall armyworm. Yes, Thank Joyce. you, Matt. Yes, thank you so much. And then next question is that are existing policies and regulations um, not encouraging the private sector to import pheromone lures 
and our biological mm -hmm. control agents. Are there other controls in the Philippines that we can use already? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, we have been campaigning since last uh, March. Uh, uh, although the fall armyworm in the Philippines has been first spotted in June 2019, but uh, in the private sector such as East West Seed, we have been uh, proactive. We have started our campaign uh, since March, and we have been uh, campaigning about the use of biologicals, biorationals, uh, on top of uh, synthetic chemicals. But uh, Joyce, unfortunately, and those uh, people who are here now, there are limitations in terms of uh, others, birationals and uh, biochemicals. So there was one event like in the Visayas wherein the farmer got frustrated with my team because we were explaining, we were having demo on how to use pheromone lore. And when the farmer asked us where can he buy that, and then we told him that it's not yet readily available in the Philippines. So he got kind of frustrated that uh, how, uh, why do we demo, why do we explain to that where in they, they cannot have any access to, to pheromone. So I think that's something that uh, we need to think about to ease up regulations on importation of pheromone lures. Um, there are effective treatments uh, because pheromone is just one of the components of integrated pest management. So we have been doing um, field studies for neem oil, uh, for spodoptera of, uh, of uh, onion. It's uh, really effective, neem oil. So there are already commercial neem oil available. So different brands, uh, I'm not advocating any kind of brand, uh, just uh, go to the agri-supply store and uh, inquire and buy. And uh, days ago, Kabi uh, has released an article that uh, neem is very important, a uh, pest control measure, and it could, um, compete with synthetic chemicals uh, in terms of controlling fall armor. That's my good news. We're also, just to segue, we are also looking forward to hearing more about uh, the initiatives of East West Seed in the second installment of the FAW webinar happening next Monday. And then um, we also have um, a few more questions, if you may. Um, do you sure. recommend the use yeah, how do you recommend the use of agricultural drones for FAW management? Uh, I have no experience actually in the operation of drones for pesticides. Uh, but uh, for me, um, knowing the pest, uh, I have known the pest uh, since I have been in the field uh, like more than 20 times uh, since the last year. So I, I think it could help. Uh, when we want to uh, spray uh, during the night and when the corn is already uh, taller than us, it's very hard to go to the field, enter and spray. So I, I think it, uh, it could help us, uh, that's uh, in my opinion. But uh, I advocate that uh, aside from synthetic uh, pesticides, uh, we can use uh, neem oil or other biorationals, biological 
uh, insecticides to be used in the drone. So um, I'm open to the drone um, as long as um, we both have uh, equal opportunity for the biologicals and the synthetic to be used in the drones. Thank you so much. For the last question, um, aside from corn, what are the other host plants for the FAW? Yeah, um, FAW or FAW could eat rice. They um, And uh, since I have been known uh, as uh, armyworm girl in the Philippines, so lately, uh, Joyce, I have received some private messages on Facebook and emails that uh, they have observed fall armyworm in eggplant and in pumpkin or squash. But uh, definitely they can also eat other crops, like 80 different crops, cotton, uh, rice, vegetables, uh, like watermelon also, and... Uh, yeah, to name a few. Thank, yeah, thank you very much, Dr. Thurater, uh, for your valuable inputs. And uh, we look forward again to listening or to know more in details what East West Seed, what your team is doing. And um, if ever uh, our participants uh, would have questions, specific questions for you, um, we will be sharing their email addresses to you as well. Thank you very much. And okay, I... okay, so um, Alison, over to you for the next part of the discussion. Thank you. Great, thanks Joyce. And thank you very much to everyone for those great questions. I mean, this is why um, I invited Jedaliza or we invited Jedaliza along because they're really great technical questions. Uh, and they've also been discussed uh, in the expert working group a lot, including drones. So all those things are being thought about and ways that um, at a regional level, we can actually help uh, implement those or test them or scale them up uh, is very, part, very much part of the action plan. So if we move to next slide, I just have a poll just to wake you up, not that you need it, but um, I guess to get a bit more interaction going. And here's the question, how concerned are you about the impact of fall armyworm in the Philippines? I'll give you uh, around 10 seconds to answer that and it will be very interesting to see what we get. And here we go, concerned, 74% 26, so we're really up in that high level of concern there. So I think that will um, lead into a very interesting discussion in the next part of our webinar. And just so that you know, any of those questions, we may have time at the end, we'll see how we go, but Jetaliza is actually going to join me for the next section. So if we can go to the next slide. What I wanted to do here was to actually get your thoughts on full armyworm around what are your biggest concerns about full armyworm. We can see that you are concerned, highly concerned, very concerned. So what are your biggest concerns? Two, what would you like more information on if you could uh, have a, if, if, you, if you had a magic wand and you had it now, what would you tell me that you need more information on? Uh, and three, what do you think is important for the success of regional and national action on fall armyworm? So I've put those three questions out. I've put the poster there, Wanted, that's actually a, a poster from Taiwan, uh, where it is also spread to. So I'll just give that thought there. So you can ask your questions, or sorry, you can give us your feedback on those questions in the question panel, or if you would like to 
ask it verbally. You can also press the little hand button, which will show or indicate to us that you want to talk. Uh, and we'll actually unmute you and allow you to talk and to tell us what you think are your biggest concerns. Jeta Lisa, could you join me again? Because I'm just going to ask you um, your thoughts around these questions. Um, what do you think are your biggest concerns about full armyworm in the Philippines? Uh, yes, Alison. Um, for the first question, um, my biggest concern is it's now rapidly uh, spreading uh, throughout the country. And uh, I have received uh, a lot of reports already, not just in the corn uh, crop, but also in other vegetable crops as well. So, and uh, my other concern is, um, so like COVID-19 uh, virus, we have been doing a lot of efforts to educate uh, the citizens of each country. However, for the fall armyworm, I think uh, it's not yet enough uh, the information that our farmers uh, have uh, in knowing the enemy, the fall armyworm, is not yet enough. So that, that's my biggest concern because if you don't know the enemy, uh, you don't know how to beat the enemy. Yes, definitely. And, yeah, and third, um, we have not, in the Philippines, we have not really sit down uh, as a multi-stakeholder group, the government, the private sector, the corn seed industry. Uh, we were supposed to meet uh, in the middle of March, but because uh, the lockdown started, we were not able to sit down as a group. So uh, on that meeting, I was uh, supposed to expect, like we draft a structure uh, on an organized or scheme, uh, organized scheme on how we will uh, beat fall armyworm uh, from a national level up to the local small village where, where the farmer uh, needs assistance. So I think, we don't have that in place yet. We have materials, uh, how to beat armyworm, but it's still on paper. We have not trained really in depth our uh, farm or agriculture extension workers. So that's my answer for <laughs> the first question. Excellent, thank you very much. And, and that was a very fulsome uh, answer, uh, very good points. Um, I think I just have to add that I think the COVID situation is making things really difficult at the moment to um, coordinate, particularly at national level, those sorts of things. So I'm sure that's um, in the pipeline to have. Uh, I do think um, the issue around it rapidly spreading throughout the country, I think that's happening across the region. And um, that's why we really do need these coordinated approaches and to learn from each other and create these networks. Are there any other, um, does anyone else have um, any, any comments about those questions? What are your biggest concerns about full armyworm in the Philippines at the moment? Hello, can you hear me? Hello. Loud and clear, sir. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah, I think well somehow the the, the issue on FAW has been drowned by 
COVID, but I, I, I do know that uh, there have been a lot of discussions and there have been a lot of uh, work on the ground um, verifying this, but it's just that uh, those, uh, I would say, isolated works by, from, by different organizations were not, were not consolidated to form into a unified uh, action towards battling this uh, this uh, this this uh, new problem but uh, hopefully uh, with the well with the the end of the lockdown in addition to the covid maybe the those who are who are into this can initiate uh, efforts to uh, to somehow offer solutions to this problem because i mean because of covid we have problem on food security and if uh, you know this faw will add Will add more to this problem. The, the more that the issue problem on food security will be will be heightened. So I'm just hoping that uh, all the actors, all the different sectors who can who have different solutions to not necessarily solve, but uh, at least minimize the problem, can get their act together so that we can form a united front against FAW. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, yes, I, I hope that happens too, and I'm sure it will. Uh, it's just that uh, this is a, a particularly complex uh, time at the moment and um, unprecedented. But yes, uh, Full Army Worm is not going to uh, go away. So uh, it's here to stay uh, and here to manage and control uh, effectively. So we need to get on to it. Um, so thank you very much. Is there anyone else that would like to make a comment, perhaps around what kind of information you would like? Uh, if you want more information, you might, instead of saying something, you might just want to type that into your questions uh, box there. I want more information on whatever you would like in particular. It could be drones, uh, it could be uh, IPM, uh, it could be uh, anything related to Fall Army when we're, we're happy to take your questions and follow up. Um, so I think if we don't have any more questions, I'm just going to check with Joyce once. We're actually virtually at the end of our webinar. We've got five minutes to go, which is actually time for our conclusion. But Joyce, was there one more question or shall we move to the next, to the to final stage? Uh, we can move on to the next. Great. OK, so um, I'd just like to say quickly to thank Lisa for joining me today. Thank you for her um, very uh, great answers to all the questions that were asked of her. Uh, I really appreciate it. In fact, we all appreciate having her on, on board, the full army worm woman of the Philippines. Um, and I, uh, I, I I would also like to say thank you to you all who have participated today and listened in and I hope you've found it informative uh, and interesting and some food for thought. And I just, um, yeah, it's been a pleasure to be online and a pleasure to present the uh, ASEAN Action Plan on Fall Army Worm. And if you have any specific questions, don't hesitate to contact me via my email, which will be supplied at the end of this webinar. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much also, Alison, for a very insightful discussion as well. And thank you everyone for engaging and participating in this discussion. So before we let you go, uh, we would just like to share that on Monday, we have part two of the uh, Fall Army Worm webinar. So this is uh, Mitigation Control and Management of FAW. We have invited the NCPC or National Crop Protection Center of the Philippines, as well as the team of, uh, again, East Seed, 
uh, led by Dr. Jadalisa Ferreter to discuss uh, their on-the-ground initiatives for fall army work. And we also have on May 28th, uh, we will be discussing African swine fever and for June 4, prevention and mitigation of the avian flu. So we will be happy to share with you the links. And if you have other questions you want to reach us, here are our contact details. Again, thank you very much and see you at the next webinar.